Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, Casey, is it game time? It's game time. Well, let's get this shit cracking then, baby. It's hey, It's Saturday. It's gloomy out there. It's sprinkling. You snuggled up with baby right now. Enjoy this one. We got a banger. Netflix special. Blockbuster, baby. This is motherfucking hoodstocks. Ain't nobody do it like us. Let's believe that. Goonies, let's go. Even when your car breaks down in the rain, bro, it's not that bad. You know, makes it like an adventure almost. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I want to give a big shout out to Stizzy. Pull up to the local Stizzy shop in your area and cop some of that good, good, baby. You can also follow them on Instagram at Stizzy Nation. All right. Hoodstocks is brought to you by Dying to See Me. Dying to See Me is a podcast we love and support. Please go to YouTube and hit that subscribe button, baby. <clears throat> looking for the best criminal defense attorney in the city of Los Angeles? Look no further. Doug Sherrod is our guy, and he can be your guy as well. Mr. Sherrod used to be a federal prosecutor as well as a district attorney for the city of Los Angeles. He didn't like unfair politics on that side of the fence, so now he's going to bat for individuals that have been wrongfully accused or just had a bad weekend. Damn. 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 <laughs> Anxiety levels through the roof. Through the roof, Batman. Got to cross the bridge. Call Doug Sherrod right now. Don't play with it. KingKongLawyer.com. 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 Looking for some good quality cannabis. I mean, killer quality cannabis. Hit up the folks at Killer Kush. They specialize in bringing you the best quality available from OG to exotic. They got it all, oh, baby. Okay, uh, hit them up at KillerKushCali at gmail.com or on IG at. Killer Kush underscore underscore 420. And matter of fact, hey, it's Saturday, baby. You need to smoke some of this shit. I know. If you're in Whittier, okay. Here's an address. Write it down. Get a piece of paper and a pencil. I mean, do people write shit down still? Let me get a piece of paper and a pencil. Hold on. I'm writing shit down right now. <laughs> <laughs> on your notes? That's not writing, sir. You're typing oh. something down right now. Uh, anyways, here is the address. 13739 Leffingwell Road, Whittier, baby. Unit F. Unit F. Go fuck yourself right now. No, I'm just playing. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not what the copy says. <laughs> Unit F. 
Anyways, Orange County, stand the fuck up. Gutter Phenom is a lifestyle brand that is dedicated to supporting and inspiring individuals who are determined to achieve their dreams. We mm. believe that no matter where they come from and what they've been through with hard work and dedication, anything is possible. <laughs> Fucking poor guy had too much NyQuil. A portion of our <laughs> proceeds are donated to organizations that provide vocational training for proleys and scholarships for those in the need of drug and alcohol treatment. Visit. Gutterphenom. Gutterphenom.com. Gutterphenom.com. You threw me off with that one. Gutterphenom.com. We haven't done Gutter that one yet. No, I know. I was just seeing it. You know, if you're on your toes, dog. You're fucking slipping, sir. I was sir. reading some of these comments, my bad. You're like, nah, 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 nah. fucking NyQuil all fucking dripping down your chinny chin chin. <laughs> Gutterphenom.com. That sounds like a country song, huh? Anyways, uh, use Hoodstocks20 to receive 20% off your order today, baby. All right, guys. Enough fucking around, dog. We paid a little bills. Now it's time to get down to the fucking uh, meat and potatoes of what we doing today. <clears throat> Shit, man. I'm just going to make it. I'm going to do it like this. I want everybody to get up off your motherfucking photons, baby. And give a warm welcome back home to Daniel Roman. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Welcome home, brother. You've been gone for 18 years. 18 years. You went in when you were 15 years old. 15 years old. You're sir. 33 years old now, right now. 33 in July, yes, sir. You got out last month? Last month. Yeah, August. So you fresh, fresh out. Fresh, fresh. Yes. I can, I, I can still smell the Irish spring on you, sir. Yeah, oh, I thought you were going to say you smelled a yard on me. I was about to say, damn, I showered this morning. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Shit, yeah. How does it feel? Feels great. It feels great. I, you know what? I catch myself... When I'm driving down the freeway, I catch myself just looking at the sky, L.A. skyline, looking at the palm trees, window open, taking in the breeze, and just like, man, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Because for so long, I thought, man, this is where I'm going to die. I'm going to die in this motherfucker, man. It is what it is, though, you know. But fresh out, it feels good. It feels great, actually. It's probably great is not even the word for it, huh? There's probably not a word for what you're feeling, like you said, as you're you know, looking out the window, skyline. It's just yeah. like, you almost gotta, I hate to say it like this, but you almost gotta just fucking, I won't say pinch yourself, but just punch yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, is this shit fucking real, man? Yeah. Real shit. I fucking made it out of that bitch. Mm -hmm. would, would that be considered a, a nightmare? Is the nightmare over with? Yes. Yes, it, it, it would be considered a nightmare. It's funny because I used to have nightmares in prison about getting locked up. So that shit was like real. But yeah, the nightmare's over. Now it's just more like I'm tiptoeing. I'm basically I'm walking a fine line on parole. So, you know. You were having nightmares about that's really interesting that you said that, bro. But uh, you're having nightmares about a traumatic, uh, something very traumatic that happened in your life. Yeah. You know? And so the cold part about that nightmare is when you woke up. Yeah, and I'm still in prison. <laughs> you were in the nightmare. I was in the nightmare. So the nightmare. Never ended until now. It's over now. It's over it's now. It's over now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that, though. Welcome yes, home, sir. brother. Absolutely. Yes, um, you had some tacos out in the front. You didn't want to have them, but they were calling your yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting there. I was waiting, and then 
you know, shout out to the old dude out there flipping them tacos, man. He was doing his thing, and he was looking at me, and we made eye contact, and I was like, you know what, I, I'll get two tacos. Come on, run it, run it. Yeah. Boy, he was probably looking at your big ass, homie, and he was like, fool, you going to rob me, or you going to buy some food? Yeah, he, he, yeah I, don't, I don't know. We, we, we made eye contact, so he might have been thinking that. He might have been thinking that. 100%. I'm thinking that, bro. If I see your big ass pull up on me, and you ain't getting in line to order, but were you eyeballing me? We making eye contact. <laughs> Something's going wrong, going on here. Yeah. But uh, were they good? Yeah, they were good. They Which were good in a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> rip by. Oh, they rip by. Yeah, yeah, they don't fuck around right here. Yeah, nah, he was he was doing his thing. And yeah. you know, one thing about this dude right here, he's on like I don't know what is oh, today's Saturday, so he's on the weekends and Thursdays, I believe. Thursday evenings, right here. He takes fucking forever. Oh bro. my god! <laughs> oh my god! I was god. thinking that shit. I said, "Man, I got an appointment right now." Hurry up. I was looking at him too. He's like, "Right now, right now." He kept telling me, "Right now, right now." Does he cook it from a raw piece of meat, or is it pre-cooked? What is it, Casey? I think it's, I think it's raw. But same thing. Last Sunday, I, I got the ceviche plate, and I was like, "Cool, I got like thirty minutes. I could, you know, I'll, I could eat it, and then we're good." And this dude takes 25 minutes to make it. He's like walking and doing it all slow and stopping and talking. And I'm like, dude. Hey, you know, that sometimes, you know, I don't know, he's cooking with love, with care. I don't know. No, it was really good. I mean, he made it all fresh. All like all the stuff's all cut up and he kind of, with the ceviche, at least he like combines all the ingredients and then like does like this special plating, puts in a little cup and puts it on top of the plate and, you know, throws his, uh. His sauce is on there. I mean, yeah, definitely made with love. But well, in a real restaurant, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Casey, because you're you're a restaurant connoisseur, right? That you go to a lot of fancy restaurants. I mean, just regular restaurants in general. Do they cook the? Is the <clears throat> everything fresh they make, bro? Uh, a lot you, of it's pre cooked, right? Uh, usually everything's fresh. Hmm. I think it depends where you go. Yeah, it depends yeah. where you go. If it you're going to the chains, go. maybe it's not as fresh, right? You're going to like Chili's, uh, Outback. You're going to Olive Garden. But I know Olive Garden makes a lot of this stuff fresh, though. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, I was going to say, well, shit, this is probably better than a fucking restaurant. I do bro. know if the pizza is cheap, then they use they buy uh, uh, ingredients that are about to expire. Okay. That's one thing I do know. Hey, makes sense, you know? Uh, it makes sense to them, and it makes sense to, I guess, me, bro. If I'm getting, it's not expired, you know. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow when I shit it out, that shit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's time and it's just right. <laughs> Anyways, um, some of the food that you've had since you've been out. What was what what was your go to, bro? What what were you thinking? The first thing I got when I got out was a New York style steak, uh, some cheesecake, okay, some macaroni and a side of fries, yeah. Was that the picture you sent me with the butter knife? Yeah, yeah. That was that was day one right there. That was day one. That was day one. Okay. That was day one. So I had put the picture up, and there were some homies in the on the Instagram. They were just like, I don't know about that food with that butter knife. <laughs> and I was like, nah, dog. He's got a fucking, you know, he's got a piece of, uh, what was it, cake, right? Yeah, cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, he got some cake right there, dog. It's just you can't see it in the picture because it's, it's cropped out, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, um, uh, you had the steak there. What restaurant was that? The Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Was it, was it, I mean, anything. It was good. Yeah, it was shit better than I ate the night before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What you have the night before? I don't even remember. Then that I, was your last night yeah. in the in prison after 19 years of going in when you're 15 years old. Yeah. I mean, bro, the last time you were out, you were a child, bro. Yeah. A child, bro. Yeah. And now you're a man, bro. Yeah. And that was one of my biggest fears getting out because... 
the last time I was out, I was dependent on my father, right? He he sheltered me, gave me a place to stay, fed me, and he passed away when I was in prison. So it was like when that happened, he was kind of like the liaison to me and my family. So when he when he passed, I kind of lost touch with everybody, and I was in high desert at the time. Okay. So that was like that was one of the hardest things. And now getting out, I was like, damn, I don't got pops no more. Yeah. You know? It's it's me myself and I, you know. That's so, all you got right now. Right now, well, no, no. Now, when I touched down, I, you know, growing up, I didn't know my mom. She was never in my life. You know, we got took when we were kids. CPS, my brothers, we got separated. Um, she was she was in the street. You know, okay. She was like really out there. She she had an addiction. She did everything. Like when I say everything, I mean everything. And she wasn't really in our lives. But getting out this time. My eldest brother, he told me like, "Hey, my mom, my mom is sober. She got a house in L.A. and she's doing good. Do you want to go see her?" I was a little nervous about it, but I was like, "Yeah, let's let's go, let's go." I think th- I think that would be good. Like I need that right now because it's just me, you know. You need I, family. I need family support. Yeah. And and once I was out, my brother he was like, "Well, let's go see our cousins." I ain't seen my cousin. The last time I seen my cousin was the day before I got busted. And she gave me a hug and she told me, I don't know when I'm ever going to see you again. And when I talked to her, I said, you jinxed me because that, that happened the day before. You you dropped me off in Cudahy Park and you gave me a hug and you said, I don't know when's the next time I'm going to see you. Let's pause that right there. Let's start your story, bro. Okay. I want you to start your story from the beginning, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as far back as you can remember, brother. And, okay. you know, one thing about Hoodstocks right here is... You know, uh, we are a story-based podcast. A lot of the fellas come on here, share their stories from beginning to where they're at now, sitting in the chair. So I'd like you to do that, bro. Okay. Well, I'm I'm the youngest of four brothers. We're, we're me and my brothers are from Hawaii, Wailuku. I was born in Wailuku. Came to L.A. to cut a hay as a baby. Grew up in Cudahy, Park Avenue <clears throat> Elementary, Santa Ana, Wilcox. That's where we grew up. Um, like I said, my mom was never really in the picture, so we grew up with my grandma and my pops. Pops was going to school, working, so my grandma was like our primary caregiver. Well, she wound up getting cancer and breast cancer, and she wound up passing away when I was nine. And that's kind of like where my life like took a turn. Because after she was gone, we really didn't have no like primary caregivers in the house. Of course, pops, but he was doing what he was doing to feed us, to house us, to clothe us. So he wasn't really present. I mean, he was present, but he wasn't present. And, you know, after school programs and all that shit, that shit didn't hold us, you know. So we took to the streets. We took to the streets. And my brother, my brother David, he wound up getting into my neighborhood first and then. My brother Jose, well, both my brothers wind up coming back into our lives after our grandma passed because CPS took them. So when they came back into our lives, it was like, it was cool, but constantly having to hide them from the social workers and stuff like that, it was like, there was something wrong there, you know, but we really couldn't comprehend that shit. We were just happy to have our brothers. Hiding them from the social workers? Yeah. Why were you hiding them? Well, because they ran away. Oh, okay. Yeah, they ran away. From... From foster C- care. Yeah, from foster care. Okay. My brother Jose, okay. I believe he was at Chatsworth at the time. He just showed up. 
And we're like, what the fuck? Like this motherfucker <laughs> just showed up and we're like, cool. And he was he stayed with us. Yeah. You know, and he could we could have got in trouble. My pops could have got in trouble, but uh that's one thing I did admire about my dad, even though cause we have different dads. Even though we had different dads, he 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 embraced them because those were our brothers. That's sick, bro. So yeah. yeah, so shout out to my pops, rest in peace. But um yeah, my brother David wind up getting into the hood first, and then my brother Jose followed, and then I eventually wind up getting into the hood. Um, what what led me to getting into my neighborhood was my brother Jose passing away. So when he passed away, I was actually in camp. I did my first. I was doing my first camp program. I wasn't. I wasn't from the hood yet or nothing. But I I wind up getting locked up for getting into a fight and really beating a dude up. So when I got out from camp, that's when they told me that my brother passed away. And I it I didn't process it at the time. I was just more got angry. I just more got angry and I made the decision then and there. I said, Well, you know what? My brother's no longer here no more. I'm gonna get into the hood and I'm gonna take his name and I'm gonna make sure that name lives on. So I got into the hood and that's when I that's when I took the name Little Shadow. So and then from then on then it was just it was rocking, rocking and rolling, you know, rocking and rolling. My bro, my other brother David, he didn't want me to get into the hood, but I mean, naturally, you can't stop, you can't stop me. I was stubborn, headstrong, and it's what I wanted at the time, you know. So I wound up getting into the hood. I'm in and out of juvenile hall, and then uh, up to a point where I caught my case. You know, the crazy thing is, I was I was only living a gang lifestyle for a year before I got caught up for this. Wow. So it was like, it happened fast, but so much happened in that year. It was like, damn, it was like a lot of, a lot happened. And as I sat back and I reflected on my life, like, fuck, we're taking, we're taking chances. We're taking real chances. Like, and thinking about it now, like, damn, I wouldn't do none of that shit now as a grown ass man thinking about it. Nah, you crazy in a motherfucker. I'm not going over there. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You were 15 years old back then. Then, you know, I really didn't. I didn't fear consequence. I didn't see that far behind my nose. Like, I couldn't see past my nose, bro. I was just living in the moment. It was the hood is what it was. Up until the point where I wound up getting busted for a, for a robbery, attempted murder. And, um, man, uh, like I told you, I was in and out of juvenile hall. So that, I wasn't really tripping on getting busted. But it was what came after I got busted the night, the night after. When they woke me up and they were like, hey, we're taking you to Silmore uh, Juvenile Hall right now. And I was like, what the hell? Why am I going to Silmore? Because you got court in the morning. I got court in the morning. I usually don't go to court until a month later. Like, nah, not this time. We're taking you. So I go to I go to Silmore. The next day I wake up. They wake me up early in the morning. They give me orange jumpsuits. They give me the shackles. And it's a whole new experience for me. They give me the shackles. They take me out. And I see... I never forget this, and this is something that's like burning to my memory. I step out the unit. It's the compound. I'm in Y1, the compound. I come out, and you just see a bunch of juveniles, all in the same oranges, all shackled up with the sheriff right there. I don't know what's going on. We go. We go to L.A. County. I see my crime partners in the in the bus, so it makes me feel a little better. Like, all right, the homies, you know. And then we, I get to court, and I find out I'm getting tried as an adult. Wow. Yeah, so they tell me, you're facing life in prison. I'm like, what the hell? I'm facing life in prison? I didn't know. I went back to the holding tank, and I cried. 
I cried. I was like, fuck. What like what did I do? So you it was still it was still the same case you got busted for. You thought you were gonna get tried as a juvenile at fifteen years old. Yeah. So you kinda had like a little bit of no worries, thinking that well, maybe they'll give me juvenile life or yeah. something, and I can get out of it. Like what? What is it? Twenty five. Twenty five, right? Yeah, yeah. I go to camp again or something. It, it, you know, I've been through this but before. You, you, but you understood the the seri- seriousness of the crime. I mean, what you got arrested for this crime? You been sentenced? Everyone's been sentenced for this crime. Yeah, yeah, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, was it? You just had a. There was a situation that happened at the park or something. Nah, we was just we were just cruising. We we're just cruising, and then you know we, we seen dude and dude looked like a gang member, and you know, gave yeah, him, you know, and then shit happened. Yeah, for sure, shit for happened. sure. Okay, and uh, and so you get busted for it right then and there. Yeah, like about like no more than ten minutes later. <laughs> you get because the shit the shit happened on Imperial. Okay, and there was traffic like. Like I said, it was stupid. It was stupid. I didn't. I wasn't thinking. It just happened. I wasn't looking around. I, I wasn't on my toes. I wasn't. I didn't scope the scenery. I just did it. Yeah. And and at the time, I didn't understand the severity of it because yeah. even after the fact, I was thinking in my head. I said, you know what? I can't wait to tell my brother what I just did. Yeah. That's what was going through my mind. Let me yeah. get home and tell my brother. So that that way he could be like, that's right, fool. Yeah. But never made it home. I got we got caught up in front of my apartments. Who the swoop, swooped up on you guys? Huh? In front of my apartments. Yeah. All my neighbors came out. My dad came out, and I was just sitting there, and I, I felt shame. I felt shame because my pops was just looking at me, you know, and I, so I looked at him, and I just looked at the ground like, damn. I, yeah. felt, I felt like shit, you know. I felt like shit, and then. When they told me that life, like I told you, I cried. I ain't got no shame in it. I cried. I was like, fuck, I'm going to spend my, the rest of my life in here. But it was there and in that tank that I made the decision. I said, well, fuck it. If this is what it is, it's the hood. It's the hood, and we're going to ride it till the wheels fall off. And that was my thought process going into it. And I just from then, I just started acting a fool. I, I ain't got nothing to lose. It is what it is. So you got, so they take you they uh, from Silmar. They take all, basically, it's all the juveniles that's getting a sent, uh, tried as a, an adult, correct? Yeah. Okay. And so they tried you tried you as an adult. Yeah, they tried me as an adult. Okay. How long did you go to court for? Like, you know, like six, seven months. I took a deal. You took a deal? I, t- I, I took a deal. I was, they, did, they, did you have a pay, paid lawyer or anything? Nah, no. I had a public defender. How I, was a public defender? Well, the first one they gave me, see, they switched it up on me. The first one they gave me was a chick. She was cool. She was like, look, we're gonna, I, I can get you a deal. It's going to be like 13, 13 to 17 years. She's like, I advise you to take it because they got the gun. They got witnesses. Yeah. Take this deal. And I was like, all right. Like, all right. That's better than life. Yeah. Come on, bring it. Yeah. Well, before the preliminary hearing, they switched her and they gave me a dude and it's funny because thinking about it now, I know why they switched her on me, and I know why they gave me this dude. He had my last name. His name was Roman, right? They ne- The whole process, they never communicated with my parents. They never communicated with my dad. So I'm talking to this dude, Roman, and he's like, look, mijo, like, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, but thinking about it now, they, they gave me him so I could feel comfortable with him. 
so he can coerce me into taking this deal, and he did. And I wound up taking 29 years. Did you ever ask him and say, hey, check it out, old girl, you know the sexy one yeah. over here? Uh, she she was going to give me 13 to 17 years. I told him that. I told him she said she said teens, and he was like, yeah, well, the DA, he, he he's playing hardball with me. I advise you, look, if you don't take this right now, we're going to trial, and you're going to wind up getting 50 to life. And I was like, damn. So he's like, we're going to send you back into the tank. So I go back into the tank. And then my crime partner, he's like, hey, fool, like, just take it, fool. Like, because I was taking the blame for the for the shooting and, and, and the robbery. And he was just going to, he was just taking the blame for the robbery. And he was older than me. So he was like, you're going to get out, fool. Like, you're young. You're going to get out. Like, And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take it. I, I'll take this beef. And then my homegirl, she, they really, they didn't identify her, right? So they didn't have nothing on her. So she agreed, like, you know what? I look, fool, just take it, and I'm going to take care of you. And I was like, all right, like, I, I don't trip. The homie, you just going to get 11? You're going to get out? You're going to take care of me? It was all me. It was all me. So I took the 29. I took the 29, and, man, that... That's when the journey began. That's when the real journey began. Just real back on them. The, the, just I'm trying to think about, about them giving you. They happen to have a public defender with the same last name as you. Yeah. You know. And so when when he pulled up on you and said, "Oh, you're Roman too. I'm Roman too. Oh shit. We, who knows? We might be related or something." Was he doing some shit like that with you or like? He, I don't remember exactly what he was doing. It was kind of far back but he was some to that to that effect like he was trying to make me feel comfortable yeah and yeah. i heard he's a judge now i don't know I, that's, that's just word of my i heard he became a judge so i was like this motherfucker right huh. here yeah so you don't well you don't get the life you get 29 years and mm -hmm. this is like you said this is when the journey begins so you get the the, the day sentenced you get sentenced 29 years i mean what what, what are you thinking are you Obviously, you said what you said a minute ago, like, fuck it, till the wheels fall off. The wheels fall off. This is what's, yeah. This is what it is. This is what it's going to be. So where do we go from there? What's the first yard you hit, bro? Well, I wind up going to YA first. Okay, how was so, YA? Uh, ooh, YA. It's being from where I'm from? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was It was rocky. Yeah, you're from 18, so yeah, it's gonna, it was, you got enemies coming from every direction. Every direction. Yeah. So it was it was rocking and rolling, but you know what? I'm, I, I made a name for myself. I made a name for myself, and and I and I set out what I intended to do. I wanted for my name to ring bells, and I knew that I did. I knew that I set out what I wanted to do when I was in prison, and one of my homies, who's six years younger than me, he came up to me and he's like, "Hey, you were in YA, huh? Man, for I heard about you." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." I was like, "All right, yeah, I did what I set out to do. Then my, my shit's still ringing six years later." You know, so that's when I was like, yeah, but it was uh, it was rocky, man. I wound up going up north to Preston and ooh, yeah, it was a it, it was a game changer because, you know, down south, when you when you down south, you fighting with the homies, you fighting with the homies. Then when you get up north. Yeah, you're fighting with the North Daniels, right? fighting with the North Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. And then and now now this dude who I used to despise who I would have rushed as soon as I seen him is my best friend. Okay. That's my boy. Yeah. It's only five of us and it's 19 of them. Yeah. So you, you my best friend. 
100%. You my dog. You know, and then it, thinking about it now, it's like, damn, how foolish, how foolish will be to be out here trying to kill each other. We out here trying to bring like harm to each other, but when we go to jail, we become like the best of friends. Yeah, we, we all we got. We all we got. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that dawned on me later on in life. Like, damn, what was it for? What was it for, bro? Yeah. yeah. What's it for? We Makes just no sense. Like it's designed to just for destruction, bro. Almost tear, yeah. tear ourselves down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You can uh, now that you're out, you know, individuals like ourselves, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, we can implement some of these uh, these these thoughts, just like we're doing right now. Yes, sir. You know, so people understand that, you know. Yes, sir. You go in there, bro. I mean, the dude. The <laughs> I mean, you going a hundred miles for. 100 miles an hour for out here, baby. You know, yeah. you're gonna be eating a spread with it, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. start that shit out, hit them breaks, baby. Hit I mean, them we, breaks. we gotta think about it. I mean, we're, we, I, I would say that society is getting smarter because of technology. So, you know, what I yeah. mean, if you can work that iPhone, then you should be able to compute what the fuck we say. Yeah, right here, for real, know? for real. That's real shit because uh, motherfuckers moving fast, man. Uh, you're gonna be forced to. Slow that shit all the way down. Ah, it's usually just drugs, bro. Drugs, bro. Drugs is the reason why motherfuckers are just going fucking bananas and shit, dog. Yeah. And just like, you know, hey, you on the straights. Mm-hmm. Give me a reason. I'm yeah. having a fucked up there. I mean, you know, whatever the fuck it might be. So anyways, so you up north, it was an experience. And uh, you said it yeah. was five of you, say 19 North Daniels. Was it always like that? It was my first. See, I was there for almost 20 months. So my first year and some change, it was like that. It was bad like that. And it was like, I never really got a, a good night's rest when I was up north in Preston. It was just, it was always rocking and rolling for any little reason. It's kicking off. It's riots here. And then, and then the thing about Preston is that when it kicks off, it starts a chain reaction that doesn't end until about a week later after about four or five times. Right. When we when people actually get tired of getting uh, shot with the pepper ball guns and getting gassed out because, you know, you have the Y rules, then Y rules be fucking us up because since we're up north and it's their house, they always get the last they always get the last kickoff. So they if we start the riot, if it's one of us, they're going to run it back, Mando, because it's their rules that they get the last one. And, you know, the homies. No, 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 we're going to get the last one. <laughs> and it just keeps going back and forth until you got all the homies in the hole, about 12 of them in the hole, and then it stops. And then we all come out, and then it's cool for about a week. And, you know, you have the one-on-ones, motherfuckers fighting all day, every day. I don't think I went a day in YA without seeing at least four or five fights. Yeah. So that that's the normal, but it's when the motherfucker falls on the floor and gets kicked is when it's all bad. Or when somebody gets dopey and it's all bad, it's, this is going to kick off a chain reaction for about a week. So it was just that 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 way of living, man, that should take a toll after a while, you know? So, I mean, it was fun while it lasted, but as soon as I turned 18, I was like, man, you going up. We sending you to prison. Then, then North Daniels, too, probably when they seen your ass, you are probably a big-ass dude back then. Yeah. Kids were barely fucking... Looking like Casey and shit, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's funny, right? It's funny because even the senior told me, the senior's like, you going to be my equalizer, baby. And I looked at him and I was like, I didn't know what the fuck that meant at the time. Yeah, you go, you were even the playing field. Yeah, yeah, that's what he told me. Yeah. 
You ever hear you, you ever hear of a, a a homie named Beaver in Y? Beaver? Yeah. He's, he made a lot. I heard he made very good chocolate chip cookies in Y.A., bro. Beaver. And he ate all the. Uh... <laughs> and he loved to get gassed. Anyways, it's yeah, an inside man, joke. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. bro. <laughs> Some of these dudes would. Shout out to Dummy Bees. We just fuck with you, Dougie. Yeah. Um, equalizer. Oh, he loved all the peach cobbler. <laughs> he ate all the peach cobbler. So how long did you stay up there, bro? Impressing. Yeah. Uh, a little, a little under twenty months. And okay. then as soon as I turned 18, they sent me to prison. They okay. sent me, I, I hit Tracy first reception center. Since I was up north, Yeah, I hit Tracy. And then I knew I knew once I hit Tracy, I was like, well, I got to calm my ass down because this is this the big house. Yeah, yeah you're going to mind somebody here. So, so just designed a whole lot different. Way different. And I kind of knew it just, just from, you know, the homies and yeah. being on the streets with the older homies. They kind of told me how it was in prison. Like, I didn't know, no, but I, I had an idea, so I knew, all right, let me calm my ass now. But yeah. e even my first celly, we wound up getting into a fight. Yeah, we wound up squabbing. He was, he was 19. He was from Sacramento, homie from Sacramento. I, I shouldn't have beat him up that bad. I feel bad about it now. But <laughs> but he called me a bitch, and I, and I just oh, got, I yeah. got triggered. That's, I got well, triggered. No, yeah. Baby. yeah, I got yeah. triggered. Yeah. And I, I got lucky that uh, two homies from L.A., uh, a homie from Florence and Hazard, they got extradited, and they were my neighbors. So they heard everything. Yeah, they heard everything. So, so you, you know, there was no repercussions from you from well, that. Well, shit. I had I had to do burpees on the yard, which yeah. were the hardest burpees ever. You know, I was a fat boy, dog. I was like, man, just whoop my ass. I'll take an ass whooping over these burpees. Bro. You know, I was, that's what I was thinking. Like, fuck, I'm in the yard doing burpees, and and they only one pumps. I could do that now, like nothing. But back then, woof. Yeah, that was hard. Hundred percent. That was hard. But then I wind up going to New Delano. I was in New Delano for. Five months. Most most of the time there, we're on lockdown, and I wind up going to the I wind up going to ASU from New Delano uh, DR before they flipped it before they made it SNY. Um, sad program. Um, I remember going to the hole because they uh, the homie slimmed me like a big ass bone crusher, and I'm looking at this motherfucker and I'm like, cool, I got this, and then they come like a week later with a big search. And I don't know, I, there's no hiding this fucking knife. There's, there's no hiding this. So, I, you know, I did my best. I put that motherfucker in the mat. Nobody told me they x-rayed the mat. Yeah, so I wind up going to the hole. The mat is the go-to, bro. But yeah. if you got something that big, bro, I mean, where else you going to hide it, bro? Yeah. You know, you can't fucking, you can't mix it up with the fucking cotton in the pillow or whatever the fuck's in that bitch, bro, mm -hmm. the sand. <laughs> nah, that, you know, that, that shit you got to gotta take that motherfucker to the yeah, nah, nah, I wouldn't hoop in that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'd rather went to the hole, dog. You know what I'm saying? The hole is the better alternative than hooping that shit. Yeah. I ain't gonna be the same after that if I hoop that shit, dog. <laughs> yeah, nah. So I go to the hole and, oh, and then man. and then my first my first day in the hole, they put me in the cell. All right, and uh I, I mess with the homie, it's all good. Well the next day I go to the shower and they slide the line and I put a line in and uh, I got I to gotta put hands on this dude. On your celly. On my celly. Yeah. Like, hey, this fool, he was fucking up. I've been there. Yeah, so yeah. so naturally, you see, but what I did was I went back and I showed the dude the kite. I said, look, fool, you know what's up, you know, because, like I said, I've talked to some older homies, and they, they kind of, like, schooled me on how to be, and I didn't just want to snake the homie, so I told him, hey, fool, like, you still the homie. You fucked up, but you still the homie. Yeah. 
So I gave him the kite, and I, we wound up doing our thing. Oh, it was like that. He, yeah. just, he just had to get touched up. That's it. That's oh, it. Yeah. He had to get touched up. But we wound up getting caught for that shit. Yeah. And then so because yeah. of that, I wound up getting an indeterminate shoe, two, two, uh, two 115s back to back. I'm going to the hole one day, bro, with some food. Food's in front of me. Going up the second feet, all right? Mm-hmm. I've been in the oil a couple times already, bro, so I knew some of the homies were back there, bro. And as we're walking up, the homies are at the door going like this to me, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> About the dude that I'm going in there with, bro. And um, and the Huda looks at me and shit. He goes, he goes, my last name is Colos, right? He goes, Colos, tell me right now, man, we'll squash this out. We'll squash this out. We'll squash this fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, what you talking about, man? Everything's good, man. You know, so I was like, fuck. As soon as I went in there, I already knew what time it was, bro. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, out of respect, eh, you know, you show the wheel up, bro. You know what I mean? That shit came in, bro. Fucking flush it. What'd it say? What'd it say? You know? So, well, you know what that shit said, dog. But, anyways, yeah, dog, those are fucking tough situations sometimes, mm-hmm. bro. You know? Yeah. But it really, uh, it will put you, uh, you know, you know, it's a good, sometimes it's good to get your balls checked like that, dog. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, you think you bad, homie? You think you hard, dog? Mm-hmm. Pop up! <laughs> yeah, you gonna mind somebody. Yeah, you yeah, know? You gonna mind somebody for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyways, go. So I wound up going to Corcoran. I wound up going to Corcoran. They put me at 4B3 right when I first got there. Was there for two weeks. And I wound up going to the group yard, which was like, when I got there, I I had this like sense of, all right, like, I made it. Like, I'm here. This is, you know, this is what this is what I, I aim to, to reach right here with the homies yeah. on the group yard, group workout. We sounding off. We doing cadence. Uno, dos, tres. Everybody screaming. Like, sound yeah. like, like. Fucking war cries. Yeah, yeah war <laughs> cries like a motherfucker. Yeah. War cries. Yeah. Well, I was I was there for a little bit and wound up getting transferred to do my indeterminate in Tehachapi, and then it was in Tehachapi when uh, when I got the news that my father passed away. Uh, yeah, so that was uh that was like the hardest thing I had to go through in prison, bro. How many years is this in to your sentence that you, you your pops passes away? Well, I got I got sentenced. It was five years. Five, five years, five in, years into your into my sentence into your sentence yeah and um so five five years into your sentence you're in this you're in the shoe yeah okay and how did you, how did you get the news oh they brought the chaplain and they were like hey, you, uh, you got to come out you uh going to the going to the office so I at first and naturally I didn't want to go but the homies like hey, fool they got the chaplain you might want to go. And I I didn't understand that, but I told him I was like it's good. He was like yeah, fool, just go. Yeah. And he he knew what I didn't. Yeah, he knew that there was a death in your family. Yeah, and I I didn't know why the fuck they had. Did the him, chaplain man. come to your door? Yeah, they brought they brought yeah. him to the door. They're I've like, seen we that need, before. We need to talk to you out here. And so I go out and they tell me and uh, um they tell me yeah that's it you know that's it. your 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 father's on his deathbed and so they afford me the phone call and so I call. And and uh, my cousin, my cousin Sandy, she's like, like Danny boy, your dad's right here. Like he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. And I was like, what do you mean? Like I, it wasn't it wasn't registering. And then like my father was trying to say something to me, right? And then all I heard was I'm sorry. And then at that moment I start crying. I start crying because I felt like I felt like a piece of shit because I didn't say nothing. You know I didn't say nothing. It just I couldn't say nothing. 
when I should I should have took that opportunity to be like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for everything, you know, and I didn't. So for a long time, that shit ate at me, you know, that shit ate at me. So he wound up passing away from cancer. Yeah, and I wound up getting uh, I wound up getting transferred to High Desert shortly after, and uh, it took years like to to even process that shit, dog. Like, you know, I, uh, for a week I was just like, I was in the slump, dog. Like, it would like come and go. It would come come and go in spurts. Like, I'd be chilling, and I'd be trying to watch TV, and then I see something that triggers, it, and I just fucking break down, and I just fucking break down, and my celly would just like go on his bunk and just. Let me let me do me, you know. And then once I got to High Desert, we're on lockdown, and we're on lockdown in High Desert. Damn near almost two and a half years. We're on lockdown in High Desert for two and a half years. So I kind of I kind of like how I feel about it now is that shit that shit saved me because being locked down, I wasn't out I wasn't out and about. Who knows what I would have got into, bro? Who knows what I would have got? Into? Like my headspace was bad. Like, I just, I didn't care. I didn't care so much that I went and, you know, I blast the hood on my face. I ain't got nobody to be accountable to no more. It's the hood. Like, I don't have nothing. That was my thought process. I don't got shit. I'm going to die in here, so fuck it. I'm going to represent mines to the fullest. So imagine that thought process if I'd have been up and about, thinking like that. Who knows what I would have got into. You may not have been out right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I've I've been fortunate to have good homies not take advantage of my my naiveness because going into prison I wanted to be involved in everything. I wanted to do everything, anything everything. I wanted to be involved. And I've had good dudes be like, "Hey dude, just kick back. Relax. It'll come. If you really want it, it'll come in time. Just relax. Relax." And everywhere I went when I'm like, "Hey, I want to I want to get involved. I want to be kick back, relax. You know, a, a scandalous motherfucker would have been like, oh yeah, well do this, do that, do this, do that. And I, me not knowing, I would have done that shit. Yeah. Because I've seen it happen before. Yeah. So I just, you know, I thank God I've always had good homies around me, you know? <laughs> That's dope, bro. Yeah, so. Yeah, you've been one of the fortunate ones, brother. Yeah. Because like you said, there's been other individuals that, you know, that kind of got set up for failure, right? Yeah. You know, thinking they were doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. happens all the time, though. Yeah. So two two years, lockdown, mm-hmm. high desert, high desert. Uh, we finally we finally come up in 2013 um, after the hunger strikes, the the agreement to end hostilities. You know, everybody's it's it's peace. Yeah, it's peace. We all come up. It's peace, and it's good. You know, uh, we all come out looking pale as a motherfucker. Everybody pale, got beards, looking funny as hell. We don't, we don't know where our bars are at. We don't know nothing because you know, you know how prison is, dog. We don't know where we' supposed to go, so everybody's out walking around, not knowing what's going on. But we finally get into the, into the uh, uh, program of things. But I remember telling myself in that lockdown, I said, you know what? I, I had a moment where I sat down and I reflected, and there was one thing that my dad had always told me: don't let my time be for nothing. And that and once I was able to process him being gone, I made a promise because I couldn't do it for myself at the time. So I made a promise to him that I was going to try and do something better. I didn't know what it was, but when I get the chance, I'm going to search for something better. So coming off lockdown, 
I wind up going to school. I wind up going to volunteer education. I wind up getting into the alternatives to violence program. You know, and that 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 right there really kind of changed my perspective on everything. AVP, and because I'm sitting in a room where everybody's older than me, I'm the youngest in there. I'm 23. Everybody's older, and remember, I told y'all I had I was in this mindset. I'm gonna die in this motherfucker. But being in that group set where everybody's older and everybody has life, because this is a, a maximum security 180. Everybody got life. I'm the only one that don't got life. I got a long time, but I don't have the I don't have that kickstand behind my numbers, right? And it took that experience of them being like, "Dog, look, this is just not the end for you." Like I I got L Watt. Motherfuckers telling me I got without the possibility. You don't even have the L. Like you got to get out of that mindset, right? And then I get the news, SB 260 passed. You got the chance to go to board. In couple years so I tell myself you know what let me see let me see if I can reach for something so I go to school and I wind up getting my GED I get my GED I, I accomplished that and that kind of boosted up my self-esteem like damn I, I I can do something better and I wind up getting transferred to Calipat so I go to Calipat a yard level 4 270 design not the maximum but it's still maximum so I, I get to Calipat And I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't I don't know everything yet. I'm still trying. I'm bumping my knee. You know, I'm scraping my knee trying to figure shit out. And I'm still I'm still straddling the fence, so to speak. You know, I'm still fucking with the homies, but I'm going to groups now. But I'm still fucking with the homies. I'm still selling drugs. I'm still trying to be involved. Right. And then uh, until one of the homies, he calls me over there somebody I, I look up to right somebody that this is who I wanted to be growing up and he's like hey man like look around you so I'm thinking like what's what's up with this fool right but he's like look around you and I look around and he's like is this what you want is this what you really want and I'm and I thought about it and I'm like nah it's not what I want He's like, then why, then why the fuck are you out here doing all this stuff? Why are you trying to be involved? Why, go home, dude. Get out of here. Do something better. You have the opportunity. Do something better. And it was that moment that I decided, you know what? I'm gonna try to do something better. I'm gonna try to do something better. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break, bro. Yeah. And we'll be back to finish. Daniel Roman's story. This is amazing, bro. Love it. Love it. I love it, man. So happy that you're home, brother. I'm loving this, bro. Let's uh we'll be right back, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta do this real quick. That's right. Thank you, Casey. Uh big love to Apish OG. You can cop all their amazing flowers of Apish OG at OG Nation in the city of Maywood. Come get your flower and edibles. OG Nation is a one-stop shop for all your needs. A hey, follow the homie on Instagram at Apish underscore OG. At Apish underscore OG. Peep game, my personal private jeweler is running 10% off discounts this month on custom work. He has the best prices in the game and the attention to details, one of a kind that you can't get anywhere else. All right, check it out. Yeah, you guys know he done all the hoodstocks, pendants, you know what I mean? Shit, custom, custom shit. You know what I mean? I just feel like I got a brick around my motherfucking neck, you know? 
Um, dude is the dude is amazing. I've known the dude since he's five years old, man. He's a good guy, man. And uh, he made it out the fucking slummy slums, and he's fucking on some entrepreneur shit. And I'm just like, fuck, man. I love this guy. Uh, put your order in today. Hit hit his uh, uh, hit a DM with him on Instagram at d dot leo the jeweler at d dot leo the jeweler all right check it out i got this one for you guys uh, prepare for blast off embark on an interdimensional journey of self-discovery and exploration like never before introducing the exclusive the exclusive rick and morty interdimensional gummies your passport to enter to enter the realms of consciousness baby if you know what i mean you know what i mean you know, unlock your mind's eye and allow your senses to finally come alive without the strings that strain our perception of the world. <laughs> this dude is, the homie was eating these while he was writing this shit, dog. Like, I'm telling you, bro, it can't be no half-ass motherfucking shit, dog. This is the real deal right here with the Rick and Morty gummies. You can experience all of this and more. Make sure to give these cats a follow on IG at Rick and Morty Gummies Official at Rick and Morty Gummies Official and tap in with them in the telegram for more info, baby. All right, we'll be right we back. back. Yeah. I've been a bad man 
like a high speed pursuit. I'm wild when I move. Burn it to your head about to tighten up the noose. Bunch of clown faces blowing clouds of the roof. Woof, woof. Hooters at the door, now they trying to run up in. I am not a guppy shark, stash everything. Dope in the pussy like a B of A deposit. Baby girl robotic, she gang bang about it. Hang with the rules or you gotta pull your weight. Told the biggest tool, keep one in the chain. This is not a date. Dance with the mechs, get your face in the cake. We back, we back, we back. So what I just posted right now is uh, that is Daniel's cash app right there. If anybody wants to donate and help him on his new journey into this free world, you guys know how it is, you know, starting all over, brand new. I mean, last time he was out, he was out here at 15 years old. Now he's 33 years old, you know, riding riding solo out here, huh? Yeah, um, I'm sure whatever you guys whatever you guys can do, that's his cash app. So any donation would be amazing. You guys know how we do it right here too. Matter of fact, and I got some, I got this for you, brother. Yo, yeah. Bob, Bob, Bob. Yes, sir. Never back down. You know what I mean? That's what's up? Man. Yeah, and I got some more goodies for you right here too, dog. Here's one of them. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. and you guys can go to www.50racks.com. Uh, you know what? I used to have the shirts for like thirty bucks, and I and I was thinking about it. And I was like, man, we all we all we all over here shopping at Ross and motherfucking the swap meet and shit. How am I gonna charge thirty dollars a shirt, dog? You know what I mean? So I dropped that shit down to twenty three dollars, dog. You know what I mean? And they've been selling like motherfucking hotcakes nice, nice. because that's in the motherfuckers' budget, bro. And not even not only their budget, but my budget, bro. Mm-hmm. I even bought a couple for myself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me, dog? So that's www.50racks.com. And I got a, I got, I got some more right here. I gotta just blah, 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 sort them out a little bit. But let's get back to the, your story, bro, which is an important story. You know, it's an amazing story. You know, resilience, uh, just, you know, struggle, pain, you know. A, a lot of, sometimes cats are like, just like, what? oh, another prison story, what the fuck? And it's like, mm-hmm. nah, bro, these stories are important, you know? And, I mean, does when you share your story, I mean, is it, is it therapeutic for you? Definitely, definitely. And I, I figured that out when I had the opportunity. Uh, we had a group in Calipat called the Men of Vision, and what we would do is they would bring struggling youth on grounds in prison and we would we would talk to them we would you know we would consult with them we would we just holler and being able to tell my story to them it it, it helped it helped me heal it helped me heal it's, you know it started a healing process for me right and um like i told you i, I decided then and there when the homie told me like i got to do something different but what was messing me up was i was still kicking it with my homies and you know, I got some retarded ass homies, dog. Like I, you know, I love, I love my homies, but I had to make a decision because I, it was, it was either keep fucking around with the homies 
or go home. Right? And they kept, my homies kept fucking up. They kept getting into drug debts and doing shit. And, you know, the way prison is, you take care of your own. That's how it goes. You take care of your own. So I keep getting these problems. And it's like, damn, now, now I, I had to touch two of my homies. And I said, you know what, man, fuck this. Because one piece heat up. Right. And and after that happened, I said, I said, man, they're not sure. They're not. If you really if you was really my homie, you wouldn't be putting you, you wouldn't be putting me in this situation, dog. Yeah. And then you PC Facts. up and you tell on me like that's fu- that's like and, and, and that to me was like I said, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm I love you guys. But I'm I'm going to take a few steps back. I'm going to take a few steps back, homie. And you know what? I, I gave my whole childhood, I gave my whole teens, my 20s to this shit, right? Who can take it from me? You can't take it from me. You can't You can't do this time I did. You can't take shit from me. So you know what? It's time to do me. It's time for me now. It's time for me. So I went around and I asked everybody, I said, look, I would appreciate it if you guys just start calling me by my name. Call me Roman. Stop, stop calling me Shadow. Call me Roman, right? And it took some time. Motherfuckers, you know, this. you got some knuckleheads, dog. Hey, Shadow, hey, Shadow. So I said, okay, I got something for you. I went in, and I got me one of those, hello, my name sign is. Hello, my name is. And I put Roman, and I slapped that motherfucker on. And I was <laughs> I, and I was portering at the time. I was a porter at the time. So I'm sweeping, and hey, Shadow, and I turn around, and I look, and I be like, <laughs> Oh, right, man, and it took it took some time, but motherfuckers start calling me Roman. Yeah, they start calling me Roman. They respect it, and 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 I even had one dude was like, "Hey, homie, uh, some dude from Nai, he's like, hey, dog, uh, what 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 are you Christian?" And I looked at him and I said, "I said, do I look Christian?" I told him, "What what makes you think I'm Christian?" Well, you're not going by your name. I said, "What? I can't grow up. I can't be a grown ass man and go by my name." And he was like, oh, fool, you're tripping. I said, nah, you, I'm not tripping, dog. I'm not a Christian. I'm, I'm actually a Catholic. If you want to get technical, you know, Catholicism, <laughs> motherfucker. Right? <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I'm still here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not going to hide under the, under the guise of being a Christian because I'm still here. Yeah. Me and him wanted to get into a fight. We wanted him to get into a fight because he, he was, like, pushing, like, I don't know if the name Roman gave him the the uh, uh, perception that I was like a chump or something, right? So we wind up, I wind up getting him in the cell and whooping his ass, and he wind up piecing up after that. <laughs> oh man! He wind up piecing up after that, and then he did he did one of the homies so foul. The homie put a hundred dollars on his books to go to canteen. This motherfucker goes to canteen and pieces up at the homie's canteen. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. So it it took some time for motherfuckers to to actually start calling me Roman, but what I figured out is people respected it. People respected it because they seen my walk. I wasn't bullshitting. Yeah. Like I had my mind set up that this is what I'm gonna do, and I start working with the youth, and I start going to self help programs, and I enrolled in college, and I wind up graduating. I got my AA in sociology and behavioral science. Right and shit, I just got accepted into Cal State LA to, uh, in the sociology program. I start spring twenty twenty four. Shit, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Let's go, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, like in this energy right yeah. here. Yeah. So you know, and and you know what, I I I found out that once I start doing positive shit, and once I start putting my best foot forward, 
good things start happening to me, bro. Good things start happening to me. And I was like, man, like, it took some time, but I, I think I got it figured out. And just getting educated changed my whole perspective on, on the world, dog. Like getting educated, right? Yeah, dog. It changed my whole perspective on the world, man. Stay in school, stay in school kids. Like, re real getting, shit. Getting educated getting changed educated. your perspective. Like, just reading books, right? Dramatically. Studying. Studying. Learning. 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 I, it's more to life. There's more to life. You got to... We're... Our lifestyle and the lifestyle that we were living is a fraction of the percent of what the world really is, of how people really think. You, you're talking in regards to like the subculture? The subculture, the deviant, yeah. the deviance of it all. Mm -hmm. Right, that street corner culture. Yeah. And not, and this is like, uh, the people that live like that, the, the percentage is so small in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know, and it took, it took me learning to figure this shit out. Yeah. And I figured it out. I figured I said, you know what? I'm 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 doing me now. You know, it's it's my turn. I gotta live for me. I did all that. You know what? And I stood tall through it all. Right? Where other motherfuckers going S and Y piecing up thinking that's the way to go to get out. You don't gotta do that. Because anywhere you go, it don't matter where you at. There's good and there's bad. There's yin and the yang. You got that out there. It, it's all on you. It's all on, on, on your personal choices, what you decide to do. And if you decide to do good things, then guess what? You know, I believe in the universe. You're going to get good shit back. But if you decide to sneak and geek and do some bullshit, it's going to come around. It comes around. 100%. Yeah, it comes around, bro. And you know what? Life is good, dog. I wind up going to the board the first time. They shot me down. They said remnants of criminal thinking, right? Then they shot me down three years. They said, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Come back and see us. Well, I wind up graduating 2021. I got my diploma January 2022. And then I got that notice in the mail. We're calling you back early. Oh. Yeah. Because you, because you. Because I did what they asked, but I went above and beyond and I got my college degree. Damn. See, that wasn't a requirement. I did that shit for myself. Because once again. When I couldn't do it for myself, I was doing it for pops. But once I got that GD and I realized, you know what, I, I can do this. I could do something better, right? And that gave me the drive. And just seeing other other fellas do it, man, just seeing other homies going to school, like that shit motivated me. Like if they can do it, I can do it. And if I can do it, you can do it. Are you, were you doing this the whole time on the on a four yard? On a four yard, dog. Yeah. On the four yard. Yeah. The whole time, I I ain't never I I never left the four yard. I stay. I, I YA jacked me up to two hundred some points, so my points never went lower than hundred and twenty. Yeah, the whole time on the four, right? And motherfuckers respected dog because they seen my walk. I wasn't faking the funk. I was serious about my change. I was serious about what I wanted to do. So when they called me back, I went in there, and it was man. I, I was in there for about two two hours and some change. And, and one of the board members, he, cause I was practicing. I would look in the mirror and I'm practicing. And I told myself, I said, I'm not gonna, cause a, a lot of people when they talk, they say, you know, you know, you know. I the, hate the, that, the, I do that sometimes. The, the filler words. Yeah. So I was practicing, I said, you know what? I'm gonna knock this shit off. I'm gonna stop with the filler words. Every time they ask me a question, I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna breathe, and then I'm gonna answer. So I was doing that. And the board member tells me, he's like, I don't know what it is, Mr. Roman, but, uh. You sound flat. 
Like, well, I'm just not getting like a read on you. And in my mind, I, oh, yeah, that's 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 the that's the idea. She's you, not hearing what she what she would be hear what she's used to hearing, maybe or. What? Yeah, you're just throwing her off, bro. Yeah, yeah, she, because she, you weren't giving yeah. her those filler words. Yeah. You were thought out. You were taking your time. You were composed. Yeah, and and, and I was thinking. I say, well, you're asking me about a time where we passed the knife to this dude. This dude got stabbed, and I wound up getting the knife, and I wound up getting rid of the knife. You want me to sound enthusiastic about that? If I do that, then you're gonna be like, oh, he's still thinking. The old way he's getting excited about it yeah. no i'm not, I'm, a, I'm gonna keep my composure and i'm gonna answer your questions and i got nothing to hide because you know what you can't you can't try me again you can't give me more time it is what it is so i just i was truthful and forthcoming and then it was like we find you suitable and I was like, son of a bitch. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. And I was Which, like. It was recent, right? Yeah. It wasn't too long ago. Was, yeah. And I was like, damn, I'm yeah. going home. I'm going home and then come to Waterworks. I'm, you know, just, look, y'all, I'm a cry baby, all right? Don't don't be judging me. I know I know y'all motherfuckers cry too. You know? yeah, yeah. But I was, yeah, I was, I, I was like, I was overjoyed, bro. And the whole yard, like the love and Bro, the whole building cheered when I when I walked out to go home. The yeah. whole building. I'm talking about not just the homies, the whole building were like, Arr! and I was just like, fuck, that's crazy. Well, you, you really tripped them out, bro, with that sign on your shirt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Roman, motherfucker. Roman. Yeah. I told you, dumbass. Already. Yeah, yeah. And, it took, and, it, and it took some time, and it, no, 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 keep going, keep going. Yeah, no, oh, okay. it, it, it took some time to, even when I, because I was so used to being like, what's up, homie, Shadow from 18. Yeah. And, and like, it took some time to get that shit out of my system. And seeing the homies, you know, you see the homie, the first thing you do is you chunk up the neighborhood. It took some time to get that shit out of my system. But I don't even think like that no more. Like, I'm, I'm grown, homie. I'm out here. I'm trying to live life. I'm trying to do me now. You know, it's my time. You know what I'm saying? If somebody got some problems, I'll tell you what. Nobody was there when I did them 18 years, homie. So let me have 18 years on the street, and then we'll holler. And, yeah. then, and then we'll talk about it. I'll give you that. 100%. But, in, but yeah. until then, you can't tell me shit, homie. Yeah. You ain't walk my shoes. You don't know what I've been through. You know? And it seems like when you're doing good. Yeah. They come out. Yeah. And then, and then like, it's like the, the devil comes out to play, bro, and try to test you. Yeah, and uh, right before I came home, I, you know, I was looking forward to you know seeing my brother, uh, clumsy rest in peace, my brother David. Uh, he wound up getting killed, you know, and uh, they had his services a week before I got out, and uh, that was like, I, it, it, the last time me and my brother spoke, we kind of got into it, because I was already on my path. And, you know, he had his kids and he got his kids took. And, you know, when I called him, he was like, oh, I'm out here doing my thing. You know, I'm out here. I'm out here representing. I, you know, I just got out the pen. You know? And I'm is, like, is he, is he older than you? He's older. Than older. Me. Yeah. He's older. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, where are your kids at, bro? Yeah. Where are your kids at? What do you mean? You, what do you mean you representing? That shit don't mean nothing. Your kid, you go get your kids, homie. You just got out the pen. I've been in the pen. That shit don't mean nothing. 
go get your family right. Right? And we got into it. And that was the last time I spoke to my brother. So I was like looking forward to being able to see him in person. And then, and then right before I got out, I found out he got killed, bro. And that shit like. My condolences, bro. Yeah, that shit, that shit was, um, it was gut-wrenching. It was gut-wrenching for sure. And it's like, you know, no matter, no matter how, ma- how many tragedies happen, when, when, when it's fresh, it's fresh. And I just like, damn, I, I missed, I missed him by fucking, like that close, dog. Like I was, I was almost there. You know, and talking to his wife, she was telling me like, man, he knew you were coming home. Like he was excited, and, and you know that shit kind of like, it fucked me up, you know. And you know, I went, I went to his gravesite when I got out the first day, and you know, I just like, I guess this is how, this is how we're gonna meet my first day out, you know. But I, I didn't even want to know the circumstances. Like, I don't want to know. Don't tell me because if I start asking those questions, yeah. who killed him? Who did? Then it's like I'm gonna feel obligated. I'm gonna feel like I, I don't want to know, dog. Like, just to give me, give me my, give me my space to grieve, dog. Let me know in 18 years. Yeah, in 18 years, yeah. <laughs> let, let, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to make a joke out of her, bro. Nah, 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 said, nah, nah, nah. I, I'll get you. I'll get you. Yeah. Uh, it's all good, dog. Like, and and at the end of the day, I knew. He, she told me he was happy about how I was living. Oh, you were living in there. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was happy because I didn't get strung out on drugs, dog. I, that was never my problem. My problem was the lifestyle. Yeah, trying to belong, wanting to be accepted. You know that low self esteem, wanting to make a name for myself. That was my problem, right? It was never really that. I never got into the drugs or nothing like that. So he was happy that you know that I graduated, that I was coming home, that I had this, that I'm living the way I'm living now. Because he never really wanted me to be from the hood. He didn't want that for me. Yeah. So now it's like you know what? I'm gonna do it for you now too. So in the beginning of the story, you had uh, two brothers. I, well, I, I got three older brothers. Three older brothers. I'm, okay. I'm the baby. My my oldest brother now. He 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 never fucked around. So he's he's happy about how I'm living, but he's in Apple Valley. Okay. Yeah. So he he wants me to go out there, but I'm I'm on parole. I still got the ankle monitor. They still tracking me, and I can't leave 50 miles out of Los Angeles. Hmm. Well, he's got to come to you. Yeah. 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 Of course. And come he, see you. Yeah. He's came through. He came through uh, when I first got out. You know, but. I really ain't trying to put too much strain on a motherfucker either, you know. Yeah, yeah. sucks. Yeah, I heard. Uh, who was you know what I wanted to ask you was who who took care of you the whole time, bro? The land. The land, huh? The yeah. homies. The homies. The land, man. Yeah. I learned how to make white lightning, so that that was that was a little hustle for a minute. But I had to stop all that shit when when I was getting ready for board and stuff. I was like, you know what? I gotta stop fucking around with everything. I might go hungry, but hey. You know what? Sacrifice, suffering, sacrifice is gonna come back to me. And shit, I'm out here, so it's, it's hard doing time when you don't have someone yeah. taking care of you, huh? Yeah, it is. It is actually like, and then my godmother, she was supposed to, she was supposed to be looking out because when my pops passed, he left her the beneficiary and some money for me. She robbed me, bro. She robbed me of twelve G's, dog. Damn. My godmother, my aunt, my blood aunt. And you know what? I found her on Instagram, and she went and blocked me. That's cold, ain't it? She cold, huh, dog? My godmother, homie. Damn, bro. That's raw, huh? Yeah. 
that's raw. And we, me and my, uh, her, me and one of my cousins, we still like. Last time we spoke, we got into it because of that. Because that's his mom. That's her. What's her mom? Yeah, her mom. That's okay. her mom. So yeah. naturally, she's gonna try and back her up. Yeah. But I mean, shit. If she could live with herself, you know, taking your brother's dying wish, and and, and going splurging on yourself, living like being selfish like that, like, I mean, I could use that money now. Shit. Like it wasn't yours to spend. It wasn't yours to keep. But you know. It is what it is, dog. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if she can sleep with herself, that that's on you. Let your conscience see that you, uh, you ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna be living in my head rent free. It is what it is. You guys hear that, man? Hit that cash app. Hit his cash app. His cash app is right there pinned. What does it say? Uh, Daniel Rico, Rico Roman. Yeah, it's also right here on the screen. You can see it in the middle. Oh shit! That that's right my boy there. Casey right there. And I also put it on Daniel's camera right there, so you can see it right there. That's my G right there. Hey, let's let's run them numbers up, real shit, real shit. Let's run the numbers up, and you know, I shit, I threw my money in too. You know, we threw our money in too right here. You know, uh, you know, when the homies go in at such a young age, you know, fifteen years old, man. You know, we've talked about it before, man. Your mind, your brain, nothing's fully developed. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, and uh, I, I feel like, you know, you probably, f you paid your dues, right? Yeah. You know, you're out, bro. And uh, I, I just, I wish you, what do you have planned, bro? What are you going to do, man? man? What do you want to do, man? You're still man. young, bro. You that, bro, 33, homie, that's yeah. baby. You're a yeah. baby right there, bro. Yeah, man. You're uh, a big baby, you know what I mean? I ain't <laughs> fucking with you, but I'm yeah. <laughs> you know? I'll get some tissue for you for them tears if yeah. you start, you know. Yeah. Um, just fucking around, silly ass fool. Um, what do you want to do, though? Well, I'm going. I'm going back to school for sure. I you know got the Cal I, State I coming got Cal next. State yeah. next spring 2024 sociology okay. program. Sociology, so. but don't you you have the associates in that? Huh? Yeah, yeah. But I'm going for my bachelor's. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, and so what does that that can put you in a position for uh, sociology? What, what like counselors? Counseling, yeah. I definitely, I want to keep working with the youth. Yeah, um, that's one thing that I do want to do. Um, I got I got different uh, different avenues, but a lot a lot of the semesters don't start until January. So I'm kind of like, right now I'm out there. I'm out there trying to find work. I just got this internship with the Anti Recidivism Coalition. So yeah. you know, shout out to ARC man, giving me opportunity, helping me out. You know, um, you know I I just I'm out here trying to trying to get it, dog. I'm trying to stay positive, stay busy. Um, any opportunity, man, any opportunity I can get, bro. Um, you know, um, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I, I know one thing, I ain't going back to jail. 100%. I know that, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm gonna go to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we'll figure it out from there. You Absolutely, know? taking yeah. it a day at a time. Day huh? at a time, bro. Yeah. You guys you guys wanna, uh, let's open up the phone line real quick. Let's open up the phone. You wanna take some phone calls, I bro? Mean, come on. Let's, let's do some go. phone calls, yeah. Roman, you're, you're up for any work, right? What's any work, any work, anybody. Gets Man, help, there, help right? them up part-time. You know, because I'm interning too, so you know what I'm saying. I got, I kind of got a little schedule, but yeah. What are you interning for again? Uh, ARC. There you go. ARC. You said that already. Yeah. yeah. And, and when that intern, what kind of what is what involves what's involved with that intern? Oh, while I'm at the desk, I'm taking phone calls. I'm greeting. I'm taking temperatures. I'm you know making sure the office is tidy. I'm you know. And so an intern, obviously, you don't get paid for it. 
Uh, it's 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 part time, but, but I think I think they're gonna pay me. I think I fucking better pay you. I'm fucking call Caesar up yeah. right now, bro. Yeah, nah, nah. I think really? it's I think it's a paid internship. I, okay. I start. I, I should start next week. So that's what's yeah, up. yeah. I think it's yeah. paid. It is. Shout out to ARC, man. Yeah, they yeah. doing the goddamn thing. Yeah, they thing, do. Bro. They do real good work over there. Hundred percent, bro. Yeah. Um, let's do this. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Let's call her. Hey, is this uh, is this Lucky? Yes, sir. Yo, Lucky. Uh. Yo, um, I, I I've been watching your show for a while, man. And when I found out, it's some wild shit, bro. When I found out uh, that you're Mexican and Jewish, bro, that's that's some wild shit. Cause I'm Mexican and Arab, bro. So well, fuck you too, then, huh? We're fucking both. Well, out, we're both outcast. <laughs> and yeah, bro. And 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 hearing like hearing how you said like growing up, you always felt like you had to go a little like extra hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Because people just didn't accept you, you know what I mean? That's that's just how I always felt. You know, like, yeah. shit, I have my my name. It's like, bro, when you look at me, I look like you, bro. I look like a straight-up Mexican, bro. Yeah. Some people, but, Mexican, you know, Mexicans say I don't look like Mexicans, but then the whites are like, fuck, let's get the fucking Mexican out of here, dog. You know? <laughs> yeah, I feel it, though. I feel it, yeah. Uh, you got a question for, uh, for the homie right here? For Daniel? Yeah. Uh, my question is, like, so doing all the time, man, like and 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 having a new new chapter, like how how do you feel having like a second chance? You know, like do, do you appreciate it? Like, like, like as far as you just really appreciate it every day? Yeah, of course. I, I wake up every day and I you know I take a deep breath and I'm I'm loving life, man. I'm I'm enjoying this second opportunity and I'm not gonna take it for granted. I'm gonna man, make, that's, make it wow. count. Definitely, man. Definitely. I just want to say like. You know, shout out to your podcast, and you know, you know, it, it puts people like us that even though we we come from that, we can we can still make it. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Appreciate the call, doggy. Next phone call. Let's go. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, Lucky, how you doing, homie? Good, brother. Good. Hey, this this my name's uh, Rumble from Monrovia. Uh, I'm calling in. Uh, I, I can relate a lot to to the homie uh, Daniel's story. Uh, I like to bless someone a little something, but uh, maybe uh, I could do it on the side instead of you know going into the cash app if that's cool. Yeah, that's cool, bro. Like the side, like how, like we got to meet you in a dark alley, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, dog. <laughs> yeah. nah, nah, Sounds a little but, uh, sketchy, homie. You got me a little hey, nervous, doggy. <laughs> hey, hey, lucky. I, you know, I went in at fourteen. I came home when I was twenty-eight. You were with so beeves. You, you were with beeves, weren't you? Yeah, I started off with beeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit yeah, yeah. the joint, all that shit. Okay, I, I remember. And, uh, I remember your name, bro. I remember your name because I think you called in before. Yeah, about a beaver's cheeks getting clapped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking clapathon, bro. It, we, he, I don't even know why he calls it YA. He should have called it a clapathon, bro. Clapathon, <laughs> yeah. Nah, but uh, I'm 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 I, I'm doing pretty good myself. So good shit, brother. You know, I like to uh, I like to bless the homie with a little something uh. With some ends and stuff, so uh, I don't know. I, I can slide my number. I don't know if you got caller ID. Homie can hit me up. Uh, you know what? You know I can meet up with him and send me give a t- him cash, whatever, man. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, he's 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 you know, bro, he's out after eighteen years, and 
I, you know, I don't think he's trying to pull up on a bunch of different type of homies that he don't know. And no, no disrespect to you, dog. Yeah. You know, but I, I think no, I would speak for him on this. You know what I mean? And I would advise yeah. him, you know, probably, you know, just stay in his lane and do what he needs to do. But the best thing to support him, brother, would to be, you know, if it, hey, there's uh, there's other ways to send the money, bro. But um, maybe maybe if you just want to have a conversation with him too, bro, if that's what it is, you want to, you know, you want to talk to him, uh, text me with your name, brother, and then I'll and I'll give it to the homie, bro. On uh, on this number. On this number, yeah. This is uh the the okay. Hoodstocks phone, bro. You know, so text text okay. text Hoodstocks, and um yeah. to this phone that Casey takes home with him every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely definitely do that, and yeah, cause I I don't I don't have Cash App, but uh um any other means, whatever, man. Cause I I know uh. I know the feeling too, man. Just coming home as getting busted as a kid, and then you come home a fucking man. And then you yeah. gotta deal with all this shit that's going on, and that's different, you know bro. all yeah. the trials and tribulations. So just let the homie, hey Daniel, hey man, shit, it ain't impossible, homie. And anybody can do it for sure. I think for sure this dude's gonna do it, bro. You can. I mean, I'm sure you guys can feel oh, his energy yeah. through the airwaves right here. He he determined like a motherfucker. That boy ready yes, to sir. go. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. He ready to go yeah, on some no, positive I, shit, I though. I feel it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. And, and you know, I ain't on no 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 bullshit myself either. I, I, I'm doing good. I'm a apprentice lineman, so I, I'm all right. Beautiful, bro. Local 47. RIP to my cousin. Uh, let me let me add to this. RIP to my cousin, Brandon Orozco, September 30th. Oh, that was your cousin? That's my cousin. I met, I met his, yeah, I met his mom uh, a few times. She, she'll pop up on the cruise and stuff. Yeah, that's my cousin. Rest yeah. in peace, Brandon oh, Osco. Yeah, rest in peace, yeah. yeah. Local peace, 47. Brother. Local 47, baby, yeah. All right, brother, appreciate you. Send the all text, all right? Yeah. All right, bro. All, all the time, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, let's get this next phone call. It's blowing up right here. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us, baby. Hey, you know what? You know what? I think you and your fucking talk show. Fuck you and your talk show. You're talking is fucked up. I didn't talk to anyway. You know what? You fucking fake. All you motherfuckers are fake ass motherfuckers. All you, it made a show. Fuck you. Needing rehab. That sounds like uh, rehab. That kind of sounds like Willie. I was trying to figure out what the fuck he was trying to say at first, dog. I was just like, damn, is he speaking the English? Or you know what I mean? Like, oh, this, this, this. I mean fuck, that's a bad day right there, dog. Pray for that man. Pray for that man, dog. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. You lie, baby. Oh, these guys, man. I'm trying to. Daniel, how do you feel, man? They're showing you love. You live on really... Hoodstocks. I feel good, dog. That guy's calling me to get his cheeks clapped. Ah. <laughs> uh, I. Oh shit! Did he hang up? Yeah. <laughs> that was hey, that was a good call. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What's up? What's up? What up? What up? You got you got to turn the volume down in the background, brother. Turn the volume down. Yeah. Turn the volume down in the background. Yo, bro, you got to turn the volume down in the back. What up? Hello. Yo. Yeah. Being patient. 
Okay. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Who's starstruck? He said, "Oh shit, I'm live." <laughs> starstruck. <laughs> Who's the star here? It's sure ain't me. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, hey Lucky. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, this is Nick from Venice, and uh, I'd like to say shout out to man Roman trying to put some money on his app. Uh, but I can't quite get on there. I don't know what I got to do, but I want to get some money to him. Um, I, you know, it's blessings to you, my brother, and to you. And uh, there's a few of these these uh, these uh, interviews that you got going on, man. That that, that uh, with Lokes, your homeboy Lokes, man. Just a lot of inspiration on me. I got to tell you, man. You know, I, I got love for this podcast. I just became a goonie about a month and a half ago, man. I've been watching you for two months, man. I got love for this. Thank got you, love brother. for this podcast, my brother. Appreciate so I you, brother. Thank you. Yeah. How can I get? How can I get to talk to somebody? Put some money on on, on Roman's uh, app there. Is this cat? Is his app not working? Can you check your app? Well, I'm, taking, see- I'm taking the little button. I'm taking that little thing that says uh, that says that's got like hood stocks and it got right below the uh, right right below the. Oh, you're hitting the button. The one, oh, yeah, oh yeah, to, what am I supposed? You got to go to an app called Cash App. So, so, okay, okay. so yeah, if you have uh, either Apple or Google uh, or Android phone, you could look in your uh, app store and download this app called Cash App. That, that you create an you. account and then yeah you log your your bank account info and then you could you could send like you could send money that way. I got you, I got you. I'm, I'll do that right away, my brother. But you know, I'm not taking much of your guys' time. I love for you guys, man. I appreciate you guys. I watch you all the time. And, and on the last note, man, I play I play that uh, that devil song and and that other song that you had, that like you guys, man. Up at the beach, I'm rolling around every every time I'm riding my board. Ben, I'm like, uh, out there, man. And I got people looking and like, what's that song is that, man? So. That's just still alive, man. Much love, bro. Venice. Oh, love Venice. All right, homie. Yeah. God bless you, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, Likewise. Likewise. Have a good weekend, bro. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> he sound like an OG. He sound like an OG. Turn yeah. the volume down. You're on Hoodstocks. Hey, man, you got to lower the volume uh, of the live so we can talk to you. I'll try this many times over and over. Do you have the app, though, Yeah, I got it. I got it. It's in there. Can you go to the app? Hey. Hey. Oh. He's laying down. I couldn't hear because we were trying to talk, oh. but he wasn't listening to what the live was telling him or what we were trying to tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's get this next car right here. These guys, man. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. So, Lucky... What up, G? How you doing? Very well, brother. Very well. It's a good podcast, man. Keep it up. Thank you, brother. Where are you calling from, doggy? Shit, we're calling from the 209 Stockton. Stockton in the casa. Much love for the homies from Stockton, dog. Yeah, I just remember just chilling watching your shows, man. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it, dog. Sounds like you're fucking laying there fucking butt naked eating, eating in a go-gurt. Okay. There you go, my G. Nah, you sound laid back. I'm just fucking with you. I'm not even. I'm fucking sober, bro. I'm sober, <laughs> sober. I'm sober, sober. I'm gonna stay sober for a while. Sober, Feel good. bro. I'm sober, bro. Yeah, salute, man. Fucking, uh, you guys have a nice day. You too, brother. All right, cool. Thanks, bro. Have a good weekend. Send some money, bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey we got 650 of you tapped in. You can at least send $1. $1 each. You can at least send that $1. Would be, that would be 600 and how much? $50. $50? Damn. What would you do with $650? Save it. You save it? Nah, I'll probably go buy some clothes. You need some clothes, yeah, brother? Yeah, I'll probably go get some clothes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. 
You wear a size 10 shoe? Size 10. Damn. Okay. I had some 11s for you, bro. Thank you for I got you on that. Wait, say that again? Oh, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Nope. Yo. He said something about Lucky. I'm going to bake you some cookies tomorrow. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What up, what up, what up, man? I'm calling out from uh, San Antonio, man. Just want to say I love what you're doing, Lucky. And just uh, keep on going, man. You know what I mean? Much love. Appreciate it, baby. I, you know, I, hey, dog, I don't know why we get so much love from San Antonio, bro. We get a lot of love from San Antonio. Hey, you know, I was giving, I called y'all, I called a while ago, and the sound was, because uh, I'm watching y'all live right now, bro. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. This is, yeah, the sound yeah, in the back was down. up. Oh, the sound yeah, went my, up? Yeah, he was the one that you called. Said, hey, you said the starstruck. You said starstruck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. No, 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 my bad, bro. I'm glad, I'm glad you heard what now, we were trying to tell you. Hey, I love what y'all are doing. Hey, keep on going forward, man. And you know what I mean? Wish y'all the best. Thank you, You know what I mean? Appreciate it, don't you? Love, love, baby. Love, baby. Yes, sir. All right. Were you able to see it, though? You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Let me see what it looks like. Uh, yes, no. That's it? That's it? <laughs> That's it? I mean, he said, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. But, uh, yeah. but those are the only donations? It's like five donations? Yeah. No. Five donations. Five donations, and there's 650 of you motherfuckers right here. All right, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, Lucky, what's up, man? How you doing? Doing good, brother. How much are you donating today? Hey, hey, don't trip with me. I got, I got the homie. <laughs> <laughs> I mess with you, bro. Yeah, I'm fucking with you. It's funny, though, dogs. You be hearing fools like that. You got beer money? Who don't trip, dog? Come on, dog. <laughs> I got you last week, remember? <laughs> Go ahead, dog. Yeah, I'm fucking with you, dog. Oh, he hung oh. up. Damn, homie. When you ask the homie for the ball dollar, homie. <laughs> Shit. Hey, motherfucker. Get ghost, dog. <laughs> It's all good. I'm just no pressure, guys. You on Hoodstocks? Talk to us. Hey, you got to turn the volume down in the back. Mm, next call. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo. Quick question. Yes, sir. Uh, who goes harder, uh, Inglewood or uh, Los Angeles? Huh? Next phone. You're talking call, about bro. the Chargers versus the Rams. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. I will donate one hundred dollars if you get Playboy Eddie on the line right now. If I get Playboy Eddie on the line, just donate the one hundred dollars, bro. Why do you got to put all that shit on there, dog? But I can probably get him on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I could. You fucking asshole. Lucky, you got a hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, I got a hundred dollars. I gave him. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know what the fuck are you talking about though. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hey, Lucky, you oh. sexy as fuck. Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I had to do it. I you, had to do it. You, call, you called last time, huh? That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I'm okay. sorry. I had to fuck with you. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm, but, hey, I'm sorry. I missed the podcast. I worked night tonight and I was sleeping. I just woke up, but I had to call the Buster Balls. Oh, yeah. Thank you for that. You're a legend. Yeah. Who's calling? <laughs> What's welcome. your name? What's your it's name? It's Melda. Melda? 
Esmeralda? Okay. Esmeralda. Okay. Esmeralda. Oh, damn. Anyways, anyways. Where are you calling from? Uh, I, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. That's what's up. That's what's up. The homie yeah. just got out from doing 18 years. He was down since he was 15 years old, since he's just waking up. I'm going to fucking give you a, a quick little recap. Um, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Well, you got, you got, you got a, well, uh, uh, huh? What? No, 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 no. I was just going to say, damn, that's crazy. I, I didn't know who it was that was on today, but I was like, fuck, if I get up early enough, I'm going to listen to this shit. Are you single? Because cause this fool's, are you single, bro? No, I'm not single. Oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm not that, single that's either, the, but I was reaching. I was reaching out to you because I was going to talk to you because my son was wanting to be an, an electrician. But anyways, I was wanting to kind of get a little lowdown, like a little info on that because hey, does it, I have no your, idea. I'm is, a nurse. Is your son's room next to your room? Yes. Why? Well, I just don't understand why he wouldn't want to be a plumber. <laughs> 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 Hearing all that shit all goddamn night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye bye. Hey, you got you had to get her back. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Let her slide real quick. Then I <laughs> get him back, baby. Real quick. Last phone call. You fucking cockroaches. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hello. Mm. All right, we'll give you guys one more. One more. Then we'll get into a little bit of a... This dude, I think this is the fucking guy that's... You're on Hoodstocks, talk to us. (laughs) These fucking idiots. You're on Hoodstocks, talk to us. Yo, what's up? Lucky Rick from Whittier. What up, Rick? Whittier in the house, let's go. Hey, uh, I was going to ask homie... um, 18 years right like uh what, what you do how do you how do you stay busy how you come out like you know not a, not hating fucking uh not hating everything and coming out like level-minded and shit i took accountability for my lifestyle i i, I put myself in that situation i stayed busy I, you know i, I read I wrote and i sorry you know, i stay focused i went to school and I was just, I'm just happy to be alive, homie, you know. Some people didn't, you know, some people didn't wake up today. So, you know, I'm loving life. Amen. Yeah, I had a cousin, he did like 20-some years. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that took a toll on you. You guys look preserved and shit, you know. It's like positive things came out of it. But, uh, yeah, that shit, not everybody could do that. Uh, props to you, dog. Uh, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. Thank you for calling, Doug. Let's get this next phone call. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What up, what up, what up, Lucky? What up, baby? Talk to us. Last hey, phone man. call. Hey, first of all, hey, shout out to my boy fucking Danny, but what up, big dog is Irvin? Ah, what's up, Irvin? <laughs> what's up, little baby? Uh, Elementary days, baby. Oh, shit. What's up, fool? <laughs> hey, listen, man. Yeah, I got love for you, homie. I love you. I'm glad you're fucking back home. Check it out, dog. Hey, real quick. I know Lucky wanted to get out to some other shit. Hey, be real. There's fucking 600. And how many motherfuckers are left, baby? 622. Come on, homie. Hey, let's all donate $1 for the fucking homie right here, homie. What fucking one dollar? What fucking four quarters, man? We spend more on some other bullshit. This type of motherfucker out who just came home. You heard of, hey, the man wanted to do good. He said he needs a little bit of rope. Hey, why not? Let's fucking do it. Let's go, everybody. There's 622 of y'all. 
You know what it is. You know what it is too, bro. Is is this podcast will grow? It grows legs, bro. So for the next week, bro, I bet you that thing will be chiming, bro. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? No, that, fuck yeah. that fucker will be chiming. And the way we set it up like that. Now, I love that, Casey. You did that right away. Because now I don't got people who, hey, hey, dog, what's that fool's fucking cash app? And I'll be like, bah, bah, bah. I'll be busy doing that shit. I'll be like some secretary work afterwards, bro. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? You know, fucking <laughs> middleman, you know, directing the traffic. And so now we got that up. Check it out. If you guys are watching this, uh, the next day, a week later, a month later, just know that he still need that. You know what I mean? Uh, to help him yeah, along his new journey. Hey, brother, thank you for calling in, Dong. I appreciate it, huh? Hey, let the call right, roll. Hey, Keep taking the calls. All right, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a couple more. I'll take a couple more, and um, let's do this. Because it just seemed like motherfuckers were just calling on some bullshit, really, dog. Not, not the homie getting, right here. Yeah, huh? yeah, I think we're getting legs now. We're, gra- we're getting, gaining yeah. a little bit of legs now? Yeah. So you've done three podcasts. This is your third podcast. Yeah. Fucking, you, you hit the floor fucking running, bro, out here. Yeah, I had to. You you knew, you knew, you didn't know, like like you said right now, you're taking it a day at a time, but off the top, you came out the penitentiary wanting to inspire others and yeah. share your story. Yeah. You off know? Top, off top, by network, baby. Network, network. Tell my story. You never know who's listening. You never know. I might just, you know, jog something in somebody, um, you know, hopefully... They can reevaluate their lifestyle, reevaluate what they're doing, you know. Because at the end of the day, this shit don't this shit don't pay nothing. This shit did this shit only took from me. It took everything from me. Yeah. Right. But like that one caller said, how did I do it? Not being bitter. I, you know what? I chose this. Yeah, hundred percent. I chose this. You know, I can't be mad at, at something that I chose to do. You know, but now I'm choosing to do something else. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And they can't be mad about you choosing to do this. And if they are, <laughs> oh well. Yeah. You'll get over it. Let's get this phone call real quick, bro. I like that. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, what up, bro? This is Alan from Whittier. Just want to let y'all know I've been watching for a year now. Just want to say keep up all the good work, bro. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, Donnie. Thank you for appreciate supporting, it. bro. Yes, yeah, sir. good job, man. Keep up everything you got going on, Danny. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you already know. All right, check it out, bro. This has been dope, bro. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate brother. everything, hey, bro. I hey. appreciate the, the platform. Anything yeah. we can do for you, brother. I mean, you know, you know, we always connect dots in the background. And I think uh, I really feel like after this, bro, uh, there will be some opportunities that open up. You know, I really I feel like they will be. And, um, you know, you can always, you know, reach out to me for anything, brother. You know? Yeah, yes, sir. I appreciate that. You know, from here on out, dog, you part of the Hoodstocks family, brother. You know, and we that. we su- we support the fellas that get out, and uh, you know that are changing their life. You know, that shit's it's not easy, bro. And you don't really have too much of a support system, so you're basically uh, you staying at a halfway house or something. Yeah, how's that? Uh, well, it's it's in it's it's, it's in Skid Row. It's by Skid Row, so every time I come out, it's like, damn. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of fucked the way they designed that, huh? Yeah. Like you know, putting these dudes, yourself, right, in that situation, bro. Like, come on, bro. We put you in a fucking little better environment, I would think. But then again, the better environments are be like, now, nah, no, nah, we don't want them out here, you know, yeah. or something. I don't know, bro. There's got to be, so you. <laughs> You damn near in skid rolling, huh? Yeah, I'm to and from though. I'm like I'm 
tunnel vision right there. I ain't looking around. I don't care who's around. I'm going to where I need to be and back to my room. I mean, that's what it is. You know, sometimes let's think about this real quick, though. Maybe it's maybe it's better. Maybe it's safer. You know, yeah. maybe it's, you know, like <laughs> there's more way bigger fish to fry around there than than you. You know, yeah. as long as you stay tunnel vision, usually kind of like when you stay, you know, you ain't fucking with nobody messing with nobody's program right there to and from, like you said. Hey, works out. I mean, there's a lot of guys doing it, right? Yeah. Out of the ARC coming, you know, ex-lifers. Yeah. You know, they're doing the damn thing. And, you know, that's just, maybe they set you up. I mean, maybe they do that. The system does that for a reason. Let's really test these motherfuckers. Let's put a motherfucking uh, uh, halfway house, motherfucking skid row, dog. Like, what the fuck, dog? Yeah. <laughs> Some bullshit, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's what I thought. I said, damn, man, out of everywhere they want to put me around here. But you know what? It's just another obstacle I got to get over. And if I can't get over it, I'm going to run through it. Either or. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody give it up for Daniel Roman. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you so Appreciate much. It. Appreciate it. This shit was dope. Hey.